Welcome back to the fundmonitors.com Manager Insights Series. Today I'm joined by Alex Lee, Director of Investor Relations at L'Oreola Advisors. L'Oreola offer investors the opportunity to invest in life settlements, which is an asset class that is genuinely non-correlated with equities, bonds, real estate or hedge funds. The fund targets a return of 7 to 11% per annum and over the past five years has provided investors with a return of 9.61% per annum. This return has been achieved without major drawdowns. In fact, the fund has only produced a negative return in two separate months since inception in May 2013. Alex, thanks for joining me. Glad to be here. Alex, uh, ESG continues to be an important investment theme and L'Oreola makes an argument that life settlements are a social good. How can a fund that makes a return when policyholders die be a social good? The answer to that question is you have to think about what happens before the policyholder dies at the point of transaction, right? So just to paint the, the background, uh, we know that in the US, there is a shortage of uh, retirement savings. Uh, it is estimated that about 44% of uh, anyone who is born before 1979 would have a retirement shortfall uh, in terms of savings, right? And once you add in uh, increased healthcare costs, it's estimated about uh, 69% wouldn't be able to maintain their current standard of living, right? And this is made worse by uh, the insurance companies because the insurance companies uh, would insist on keeping the policies uh, regular uh, so that the policies would still be maintained and active. Right, and that puts an additional cash flow burden on these uh, seniors in during a retirement. Now, what? Now, imagine this: like you're you're a retiree, you're, you're you know 60, 70, 80 years old. Um, you are you are facing increased healthcare costs, uh, lower income, but the insurance company is coming to you every every year saying you got to pay your premiums to keep your life policy active. Now, this is not a fair situation to be in. And what life settlement does is it comes in and says, look, we would take some of this financial burden off you, right? We would buy the policy of you. We'd give you a, we would give you a fixed cash outlay that you can use towards your life, uh, towards your healthcare expenses at this point in time. Uh, we, the life settlement fund would say, we would pay your premiums going forward. So it takes away that burden of having to pay the premiums every year. And at the end of it, when the policy mature, when the policyholder dies, uh, whatever the death benefit that's paid up under the policy, that comes back to covering the outlay and the premiums that has been paid throughout uh, the, the uh, policyholder's life. And it, what it does is essentially gives a, a, a kind of a better outcome for the policyholder while they are alive, right? Um, there are options for insurance, uh, for policyholders to surrender their insurance policies. Um, but under a life settlement transaction, the payout to the, the uh, policyholder is about four times greater. So all in all, the policyholder gets cash flow while they need it, while they are alive. It's four times more than what the insurance company can provide, right? The, uh, the, the life settlement funds take up the burden of continuing to pay the premiums and, and living with the uncertainty of when this policy will mature. And at the end, the life settlement investor gets uh, gets rewarded for facilitating this transaction, which is a win-win for all parties involved. 
Alex, um, the fund has, as I noted in my introduction, um, targets a return of between 7 and 11% um, per annum. Um, the return on the fund has been a little flat for a couple of months now. Um, are you still on track, do you think, to meet return expectations? Yeah, the, uh, the returns profile that we have been experiencing for the last three to four months, that's actually probably a feature of the fund as opposed to a bug. It's not, not something that has, said, that has gone wrong. Now, the, uh, the, un, the, 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 the two perspectives to this. The first one is that, as I've explained in my last uh, answer, one of the uncertainties that uh, the investor would have to take is how long would the person uh, live for? How long would the policy last for? Right? We have expected, we have, uh, we, we can calculate expectancies. We can say, oh, we think this person is going to live for another three years. So this is going to be like a three year uh, policy that we're investing in. But that three years is a, is a, is a best guess. It's, you know, it could be five months beforehand, it could be five months after, seven months before, seven months after. We don't really know because we're talking about someone's life. Things that we do not know when someone's going to die, right? So that's, that's something that we do not know. So that's, that's a, that's, that's to be expected. We, we can, would go through this type of flat performance and then followed by possibly good performance. We, that's what happened last year. We had some very boring few months and then some of the returns came in bunches uh, closer to the end of the year. So that's what happened. So that's one perspective. The second perspective that you have to think about for what, what we do in our fund is how we treat our returns, right? We only count returns. The majority of the returns that we have are realized gains, right? We only count the gains when we actually have the cash into the fund, right? A competitor to say an equity fund. An equity fund might say they might buy Microsoft for $250, right? And within the month, if Microsoft goes up to 275, the fund hasn't sold it yet. It's just Microsoft is on the books. Uh, they will record, they will rec record that as a gain of 10% on Microsoft. Yeah. Right. Or for a life settlements fund, because of the nature of life settlements, if we buy a policy for $250 and the market value might be $275 in the following month, we wouldn't record it, record that as a $275 as a $25 gain. We would still record it as $250 because that's not realized that it's an accounting gain. So L'Oreal chose to be more conservative in terms of how the accounts for returns only when the policy is realized the death benefit is paid out or we sell the policy and we got actual cash into the fund, will we recognize the gains? So that's why we would have, we would have returns that are probably flattish until policies mature and then we'll have the gains. We wouldn't mark it up. Um, last year in 2020, 100% uh, of our returns was from realized gains. Uh, throughout the eight years of, of uh, L'Oreal's uh, existence, we average about we average above eighty percent uh, of all returns as realized gains. Um, it's an interesting sector, and as you've mentioned in the past, in in your last two answers, um, you know you're you're looking at um, uh, policy maturity dates. How have, um, with vaccinations happening at a rapid pace pace globally, and especially in the US, how does that affect life settlements, and how does that affect the fund? Do you think going forward? Uh, one thing we have to realize is that uh, the, the life settlement industry is not dependent on pandemics to generate returns, right? So the life settlement industry has been operating for, for many, many years, for decades. Uh, and prior to 2020, 
the uh, the returns have been in the teens. You know, that's what the seven to eleven percent is based on. So the pandemic adds a bit more to it. Um, so if you look at the statistics in the U.S., it, is, it has been estimated that the 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 pandemic has added about ten uh, percent more deaths, excessive death, excesses, excess deaths over what's the long run average. So the the average in the U.S. is about two point seven million deaths on in, a, in any given year. Uh, last year, the number might be about three million plus, right? And so that was that's an increase of about ten percent. Um, in our portfolio for last year, we I think one one particular policy out of twenty that that matured during last year was can be attributed to COVID. Um, there might be some others that are attributable to COVID, but in, on the death certificate it doesn't say that. So it's just that one. That's five percent of our entire portfolio, right? So it's probably in the ballpark five to ten percent uh, additional deaths from that. But if it goes back to normal, if the if the if the vaccination allows us to live normal lives again, then we'll fall back to what the what the average was, and that was what what we was pre-pandemic. And just remember, the leading cause of death in the U.S. is heart disease and cancer. Those things haven't really changed, right? And so we we still feel comfortable that and confident going forward, the fund will still perform in on its on its on its average. Alex, um, thank you for your time today. I think a lot of people um, uh, don't really grasp the idea of um, life settlements as an investment. But as I stated at the start, are very, very lowly correlated, if, if not completely uncorrelated to most other asset classes uh, in the marketplace. Uh, and uh, you guys have got a very strong track record for uh, quite a number of years now. Thanks for joining me and good luck in uh, the rest of 2021. Thank you. Thanks for your time.